1: And the wrong one died And the wrong one died Welcome to the Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the Catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams. Today, we have another amazing guest. She was on the most recent U.S. national tour, number six, as a swing covering Grizzabella and Jelly Loram. So welcome, Kellyanne DeCarlo. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you. I'm Thank excited you. to
1: have you. Yeah. Again, recording live. This is new still kind of to be back <laughs> doing this, which is, I think, fun because um, it makes you know, the conversation so much more fun. And totally. We've already talked a little bit about this, so I know this is going to be very fun to yeah. hear your thoughts. So Lots to say. Let's start with... The the first part we always have to get out of the way, which okay. is your history of cats before you actually went on tour in cats. So, okay. first time you saw it, first impressions of it. Yeah, like, where, yeah, yeah, where yeah. was that first moment? My
0: first impression of it was well, so in college, many years ago, we were very lucky to have Jacob Brent be mm-hmm. our teacher for the last semester in of my college, senior wow. year. Yeah, he came in and subbed for our normal teacher who was suffering an injury. So I had Jacob Brent for the last semester of college and he taught us original choreography for McCavity um, and for a little bit of the Jellicle Ball, I think. And I remember realizing how special it was to like learn cats from him, because he was misto, yep. you know. and. Um, and I remember but not really connecting to the material and we all kind of like laughed at it like admittedly I was really somebody who sort of groaned at the idea of cats I just kind of didn't I was so it just wasn't the, on like, my radar. No. Okay,
1: so you weren't the like young because there's only two no, 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 I've no, only no, no. seen there's only two versions of this answer, it seems yes, like at this point. Yes. You either are like I saw it as like a sure. young kid and I like I wanted to be the dancer, I wanted to be the singer. Yeah. Or it's like I got introduced to it later, but it was always a running joke, mm-hmm. and now you're you know, oh, yeah, now. now you're in it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what it was. And I, I really just kind of rolled my eyes at it. And um and then it's kind of a longer story, but right after college I worked at a summer stock up in New England and it was like exactly what you would picture like five shows in three months. I've never worked harder for like money in my whole life but it was a lot of fun and um and after i had finished my season there a couple years later the artistic director reached out to me and asked me if i wanted to do cats for their season so i played grizzabella for okay. them regionally and before i left for that kind of kind of was just like ugh, like i don't i don't know like, i guess i should take this shot i haven't worked in over a year like i guess i'll whatever yeah and um i went and before i left for that contract i saw the revival the most recent one
1: okay so this is 2000 so you were yeah did you see it before college no. Okay.
0: I'd never even seen the movie. Not even
1: seen the 1990 mm-mm, movie. Mm-mm. You, but you, of course you know what it is because you're in theater. Oh, yeah. So you know and I loved
0: like Phantom and I loved Evita. Like I loved Weber, Weber's okay. material, but I just, Cats was always one that I was just like, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. joked that I'm a dog person, but I really just had no interest. And then, um, so I saw the revival and I remember I somehow scored really cheap seats to the orchestra and I saw, so I sat in the orchestra. So I was right around green eyes when everybody came okay. out and... And I remember being like, What is this? Yeah. And I saw Mamie, Paris. Okay,
1: so you're not right away. So you oh, didn't yeah. see the Leo, you saw Mamie. No, I saw okay, Mamie. Great.
0: And I um I remember sort of being like what like kind of paying like sort of being entertained by what was happening, not sure what was happening at all, but very surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And I mean, Mamie Paris is I, she's like the no breath wonder. I mean, she sings that whole climax on one breath. It's nuts. Yeah,
1: Mamie's performance is insane. insane. I did get to see. It. I've seen it twice. I yeah. saw Leona Lewis and then I saw oh, Mamie cool. a year cool. later. I told
0: you I wore Leona's unitard yeah. on tour, which <laughs> was wild. That is wild. Ex- that's crazy. Yeah, it was cool.
1: Um, that's so funny because it's like it is such an experience the first time you're yeah. live in the theater. There's so much, especially happening. orchestra. You know, you're there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in the in the set. There's just yeah, a lot yeah. happening. And then Green Eyes comes out. Mm-hmm. I equated it to the very first time. Is I forget the movie. I think it's This is Forty it's one of those movies with Paul Rudd and Seth Rogan and they get like they go to Vegas they do a bunch of drugs and they're mesmerized by Cirque du Soleil
0: (laughs) Yes. That's what
1: I felt, but I was kind dead of. sober and it was a matinee for me the first yeah. time I saw it. And I yeah. was like, I feel like I'm on a trip <laughs> without being on a trip.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, this is what I'm like. That was immediately what I thought when I saw it. Totally. It was overwhelming. Yeah,
0: it's just a lot to look at. Um, And then I remember, but it somehow like at the end when she goes up on the tire, I was crying because I yeah. was just like so happy <laughs> for her. Like it was just one of those things that it, I didn't know why it affected me, but it did. And then I went and did the show regionally with Chaz Wolcott, who was misto on the tour the first national wow.
1: tour. Okay.
0: And, um, and he taught us the original choreography and kind of was the beginning of like my journey with Grizabella kind of really gave me the backstory of her time with McCavity and how that kind of um, affected who she becomes and, and mm-hmm. the equivalence of how it's like if somebody that you know, who kind of got mixed up with drugs and yeah. kind of found the wrong people. And, um, and I had a great experience. And one of the things that I think is so special about cats is that the cast you have to have such a trust with each other physically. I don't know a lot of other shows that require you to sort of like roll on each other yeah. and in, like lick each unitard. other's paws. Yeah. And a unitard, like yeah. covered in sweat. Okay. There's yeah. just, it's, there's nothing glamorous about yeah. it. And, um, and I think like, I was really struck by, by that watching it and experiencing it regionally. And then, um, the pandemic happened, everything shut down. And, um, there was a breakdown for a swing possible understudy for Isabella. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Probably right out of the pandemic. I think I submitted for it. I taped for it like maybe July of twenty twenty one. Okay. And um, and then I I got I had two work sessions. It was like my second in person audition in two years. And I had two work sessions with the creative team. And then I got cast. And then I left ten days later. It was very fast. Quick. Yeah. It was very. But quick. I guess they kind of you know kind you zero had, to hundred.
1: Yeah, but you also have experience with it, having sure. done it yeah. recently too. Yeah. Like Like right, not that long before. Right. A couple years.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So. Let's talk about the regional versus sure. the tour. Oh, yeah. What you're told.
0: What I'm told. How oh, gosh. much
1: backstory do you get when you're doing a regional production? Like
0: We got, well, because I think you can't do Cats... I guess you can but like the the way that cats is usually done regionally is by somebody who's already done it Yeah. so they can sort of pass the knowledge around which is always really it's like very special it's like kind of reminiscent of like oral tradition and like ancient cultures like it's it's you kind of totally and yeah. I
1: think that's why there's so many versions of theories probably is because yeah. it's a little bit of telephone
0: yeah. downwards
1: yeah. from the group of people that did it originally yeah. or when yeah. I were in there it's like this is what I remember this sure. is how we did it sure. and it seems like some of those are because of relationships with cast members it's like sure. these are their friends so they played it this way Right. right 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 Yeah. But it is a little bit like, to me, it's fascinating because in regional, there's so much unknown in Mm -hmm. this story. Mm -hmm. There's like a few constants and there's a lot of unknown. Yes. So I'm always interested in the regional of like how much blanks they fill in versus how much like (gasps) they just kind of go out there like here's the core and go out there and just do it.
0: Yeah. I think, well, with regional, like with on tour, we got the three words from Chrissy, which Mm -hmm. was really special and helpful, especially with, and Kim was there too. So Kim, Kim sets the show and then Chrissy would come in from London and kind of do her, share all of her information and all yep. her backstory and half of it was on zoom because of the pandemic but then she finally came in person and talked okay, to us and it nice. was really really cool and the three words really helped so that was something from tour that was really special and then on regionally there's not much difference that i noticed except that we didn't get the three words and also that um we were uh i was told as grizzabella that i was not there was there was no macavity connection it was just that she really? Yeah, that they were they were not connected at all. They were two separate things. And I don't know if I, I mean don't quote me, I don't know, but I I when when I went on tour, it was very clear that Grizabella got mixed up with McCavity, so did Bomb. And what I heard was that Bomb got out and Grizabella didn't, which is why right before Remark, when Bomb snubs Grizz, it's a huge slap in the face because Bomb knows what Grizz has been through.
1: Yeah. That's okay, so let's I wanna let's get into theories. So. Oh yeah, let's I got just get into so theories. many. Um <laughs> I, I've always, I, I've always connected. It's, there's the Bomb and Demeter connection for sure because yes. they, I mean, they sing the song together, and yes, so that's it, where it, most of this it. is. A lot of this comes from staging. It's mm-hmm. really what I've, I've mm-hmm. picked up. So, Bomb and Demeter, like I've always thought of Bomb and Grizz as more of a daughter or kind of version of that where yes mm-hmm. she got out but where's Demeter in that? If Bomb mm-hmm. if Bomb and Grizabella are in with McCavity together Grizz doesn't get out, De- Bomb does, where's Demeter there in that whole thing?
0: I think Demeter got like I think well I think that Demeter gets lured by McCavity later and okay. Bomb gets her out Got it. Kind of saves Demeter which is why a lot of the time Bomb kind of acts as Demeter's big sister
1: Yeah, are they sisters though? Are no, I
0: actually think I have a weird conspiracy theory that Bomb is actually Grizzabella's little sister.
1: Oh, so they're sisters. And like sisters. kind of Grizz,
0: like was like, I'll stay, you go. And then she kind it's of... It's very Hunger Games. It is very Hunger Games.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. I hadn't thought yeah. about it that way. So yeah. they're sisters. Because it, it, it feels like they're supposed to be in a, a much well, bigger yeah. age gap. Yes. So this is a... I mean, I guess it's cats. so they yeah, can it's be, cats. They, they can, can be, be yeah. all kinds of different... Yeah. So that's... Okay, so that's kind of yeah. fun. So then okay. that is... That is kind of weird and incestuous yeah. vibe with McCavity. Yeah. yeah, and then for sure, okay. And yeah. then Demeter is not their sister. How is, no, is Demeter I think, related at all? To I them? don't
0: think Demeter and Bomb are separate. related. I think that they're separate, and I think they're friends. And I think that Bomb helped get Demeter away,
1: so she gets her out.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think Demeter like feels like I know when we played it, Lauren Liu played Demeter, and she and I had a really nice moment on stage um, at the Jellicle Ball when when um, the sleep, we call it the sleepy circle, but when they okay. realize that Grizz has snuck in and she's up in the back,
1: mm. and
0: it's after um, the paw the pa with... Um, I almost said Aiden that's who played it um, Plato and Victoria and the first people to wake up are the twins because they sense her and yes. then everybody wakes up and everyone's like get out of here and Lauren and I had this really special moment on stage where we would sort of like connect and almost try to paw each other and then she would go into the dance and it was just a special moment because she's always curious about Grizz she's always she's the last one to sort of look she tries to give her, her hand and then she gets scared and Monk always always protecting her so I have this weird theory that like Demeter is very connected to Grizz because she has the sympathy that Bomb lacks.
1: Well, it also in the theory that you kind of you've put forward, mm-hmm. it's also she might see that she has like she's in the early stages of yeah. where Grizz was. Yes. So it's like she's seeing this going like sure. this is either my future totally. or I can get out like my friend.
0: Totally. And I don't think I think Grizz didn't have a monk. I think monk because monk and Demeter are together. Okay. So I think and I have I have another theory. This is you're really getting into it with me here. I have another theory that monk and Grizz were a thing. Like Monk very and casually. And that's why she gets, Grizabelle gets so angry when Monk tries to like assert himself. She's like, who the hell are you? Okay.
1: How old yeah. is Monk in this whole thing? Like where does he fall? Because I know they're supposed to be like the old, mm-hmm. the like teenagers and then yeah. the kittens.
0: I think Monk is probably like 25, 26. And okay. I think Grizabelle is like 33, 34.
1: So this is, she basically cougared him or Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then and now, now he's, he's yes. with He's de- yeah he's, he's saving Demeter
0: because he couldn't save Grace. that's what I think okay yeah
1: I haven't never thought about that angle for him because I've always thought his <laughs> whole goal is to become next in line
0: it is. Yeah. And
1: so I just never even thought about all the other things he might be trying to do. It yeah. just seems like I've always just like he's annoyed because, yeah. you know, his dad won't leave yeah. forever. <laughs> and it, he's ready. He's ready to take over. Yeah. And he's not. I mean, yeah. it, it feels.
0: He's not really ready until the end, though, because he still doesn't really accept Grizabella until the end.
1: Yeah, but is it? I think that's his When's lesson. his turn?
0: I think well I don't know I think I think Monk's journey is is so interesting because he's kind of like the prince in waiting like I used to joke that Monk and Tugger were like Harry and William Yeah like Tugger is Harry Monk is William and one has a has a a path and the other one doesn't you know so it's just like i think i think um back to your original question i think that he is sort of just like waiting like just sitting and waiting and just kind of ready and i think dude we were talking a little bit about when does dude get to go to the heavy side layer i think yeah. it's i think it's dude's choice i think it's dude will choose when monk is ready and when monk is ready then dude will go
1: interesting yeah. so he's he's basically very fatherly in that way yes. yes like it's my time yeah i don't see i i see a lot of selfishness in dude and i don't see him going hmm in a while. I just feel like that's, that's
0: you know, interesting. He's going to hold
1: on for a while. Interesting. But Maybe. we also, again, we only have one ball. Yeah, so that's like, true. I don't. I don't know if that could be. I also don't know like what the like true lifespan is sure. here we're talking about. Yeah, this, so. yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the other. What other theories do you have?
0: Other theories. Um, I have a theory that Victoria. Well, I think you've heard this before, but Victoria is Grisabella's daughter. Mm-hmm. And every, my one of my things as an actor to sort of figure out for myself was what makes this year different. Why does it? Why is it different? Why does Grisabella come now? Um, cause in my mind, this is her, their first time seeing her in a while.
1: So that's a good question. Cause this is something that I hadn't thought about until mm-hmm. recently. Um, when other people have now said this yeah. is, is does she come back before this? Like how Because like my interpretation when I first saw it or, you know, the first, mm-hmm. my first thought was, is she left, she got in rough with Macavity, yeah, and she left mm-hmm. like she was out and this mm-hmm. is her first time coming back. Mm-hmm. And they're not accepting her for that reason. Like she's gone, and this is her time, and that's yeah. like that's why there's the little memory. and then she comes back and they accept her. right. I hadn't considered that. Like maybe she's tried to come back a couple times, actually got there, talked to other, Mm-hmm. Cats, and they were like, "No, get out of here before the whole ball."
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of equate it to someone who is struggling with addiction, and there is there is this process where they try, they like will say, "I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't have a problem." I think there, I think there was like the if you want to humanize them, I think that yeah. was the equivalent of that. It makes sense. And in my in my opinion, the last one to really let her go is Jelly. So I think I think everybody kind of wrote her off, and I think Jelly's the last one to sort of be like, "I'm done." Like I can't, and then I don't. I think it's been a chunk of time since Grisabella went to the ball, and I think the reason she comes back is because it's Victoria's year, and Victoria's her daughter, so she comes back to see because she does a whole. I mean, she when she enters for the ball, she watches. She is like front and center for the Pottages. She can see the whole thing.
1: Yeah. So the, so, okay. Let's. I want I want to cover one piece yeah, of this first. Yeah. Yeah. With Victoria. Mm-hmm. She has her kind of of coming-of-age moment, right? Like, that's supposed to be her dance. Yes. Is this, like, supposed to be her... Bat mitzvah of Sweet Sixteen yeah. type of thing. Yeah, well,
0: we we're sort of told it's it's kind of her first orgasm. It's her first losing her virginity, sort of.
1: Okay, so anyway. I totally I think yeah. that that's like supposed to be part of the dance. Yes. I thought about I, that makes sense, but yes. I'm all, but like, is this a celebration? Like yes. Do, so cats come together and they're just like, this is gonna be her first orgasm. So we're gonna come have a party kind for her.
0: Of, <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. <laughs> of. It's kind of like the equivalent of her kind of becoming a a woman, sort okay. of. Yeah, it's like her it's her graduation from like the kitten.
1: So, so yeah. this that is what this event is. So this yeah. is like, this ball is going to be for yeah. Victoria, yes. coming of age, and then everyone else is going to kind of make yeah. their case for why they should go. Yeah. So that's the two pieces that we have there.
0: Yes, for so the most part. Yeah. So
1: that, that gets into the, my part that I'm always so curious about. Is someone going to have their coming of age next year too? Like, yes. Are these balls always the same? Yes.
0: Yes it's okay. a ritual so that's like the they say that the well the, the the ball itself is the ritual so when when everything comes quiet and they do this this very slow kind of um, fluid dance in the middle that's the ritual that they do every single year the other numbers are kind of just like um, it's kind of like the Tony Awards. Like you're sort of showing, Got it? Yep. You're showing why you're why you should be chosen. So next year, except someone's for Tugger, gonna he's have, never he's never an option. So next year, <laughs> someone's
1: gonna have their first orgasm. Is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. At the show, At, yeah. the, at the ball, yes. And they're, so they're gonna celebrate that, and then they're gonna kill somebody. Yes. That's the premise of the show. Someone has their first organism and someone gets murdered. I don't know if
0: an orgy like that happens every year, but I will say, like, that is a huge part. Like the the ball itself is is kind of like
1: that is that is Mm -hmm. insane when you think about that as the ritual. The ritual is someone has their first orgasm, they have an orgy and then they murder somebody. Pretty much. That's cats.
0: (laughs) It's that's like like an episode of American Horror Story. (laughs) That's that's cats.
1: That is that well is, there's also
0: the whole thing about forgiveness and But
1: that but that is is that every year's choice. I don't know that so that's what's fascinating to me yeah, because yeah. I feel like redemption was this year's lesson. Yes. So maybe there's a lesson could with, be. The, with that. There but, could be. But the I would see
0: that with dude as you said kind of selfishly like trying to teach a lesson every year yeah, with a Yeah but the lesson
1: could be different every yeah, year right. or it could be who's most deserving most willing. Could be. That is when we get into the p- debate of why or why not Grizabella I think mm-hmm. that's a core question is mm-hmm. what is the criteria yeah. every year. Yeah. But now I'm just stuck on the fact that their, their ritual mm-hmm. Yes. that someone wrote an entire musical based <laughs> on children's poems. Yes. And the outcome of this is a ritual of celebrating someone's first orgasm, having an origin and then murdering.
0: Well, I think it's also kind of leaning into the animalistic of it is that, you know, they're cats. They're they're not as cerebral as we are. Well, actually, cats are very cerebral, but they they don't think as critically as we do. So I think it's it's yeah, you have to sort of lean into the to that part of it because otherwise it's just it looks like it's just humans on stage in, in cat costumes. You have to lean into the physicality of it and the, the sensuality of I mean cats are very sensual animals.
1: I I, I don't disagree with all of that. Yeah. I just find It's just funny. I just find it very one very comical sure. that that's the premise. Yeah. To the fact that there are like a bunch of five and six year old children in the audience of the show, I and know. it's like the staples are all these yeah. like very dark things that go right over their head. But it's
0: funny that a lot of the stuff for a lot of the themes of the show, they get a lot of it. Like they don't get the the darker stuff, but they do get like that Grizabella is an outcast. She's yeah. ostracized. Like they understand the the bare. Bones of the the themes of forgiveness and redemption, which I think is probably what makes the show so beautiful. Yeah, um,
1: there's, I mean, there's a lot of sure. there's a lot of merits to it too because it's also visually stunning. Yeah, there's the dances are incredible. Yeah, the choreography yeah. is incredible. I love the, so. the
0: updates with the revival. There's Andy did such a great job on yeah. that. Yeah, so, so cool. you,
1: you have some other things there, sure. but I'm now now I'm just stuck on the fact that, that it's like because I always thought like oh yeah she has this, but now that it's in every year yeah. celebrating somebody's. Coming of age. Yes. And,
0: and to be fair, that doesn't always I mean, maybe that doesn't look like an orgasm for everybody, but for I will say for the for, for this Victoria, this that's okay, what so it now is. We, she's got very of age. we
1: got very off topic. Yeah, sorry. So she comes <laughs> this no, was my fault, because yeah. I was I was kinda of fascinated yes. by this. That's okay. So Grisabella's coming back because it's her daughter.
0: I think it's Grisabella. Yeah, I think Grisabella knows it's Victoria's year and she's coming back and so to see. So she wants to come see that. She wants to come see and I think um and and also and yeah, she's also close to the end and I think she realizes that if she doesn't get help now she it's won't yeah. It's, yeah she won't survive I mean they say it in the song they really thought she ought to be dead yeah which is she, another reason why I think that they haven't seen her in a long time
1: we'll be right back after this short break
0: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: And so, how much of your theories do you think come from the fact that as a swing, you covered Grizz and Jelly? Like that you like, did you piece more together because those were the two you were going back and forth between mostly?
0: Um, not necessarily. I think with, well, so I had a lot of experience with Grizabella's backstory and I mean, it was really cool because I only got to enrich that on tour, but I didn't have that with Jelly. So it was all new. And I think with, I mean, Jelly's, um, I know, remember Jelly two out of the, her three words, but I know they were practical and cheery, but Jelly spends the whole show looking after everyone else.
1: Yeah, especially Gus.
0: Yeah, especially Gus. But she also looks after the kittens. She also looks after Jenny. She also looks after Demeter. Like, there's there's a ton of things that she's... Little side things that that she's doing to make sure everyone's safe, everyone's okay. Yep. Um. Even dude, she and she and Skimble try to protect dude at one point. Um. Right before the or right right before he's kidnapped. So there's a lot of her her real thing is protection. I think, and I think a lot of times Jenny gets the motherly rap and I to me I I would say that Jelly is like the cool aunt to Jenny's mom. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Okay. Yeah, and I think for me, um, what was cool about learning with with Jelly was that. Um she she kind of gets passed over even like even her opportunity to sort of plea her own case she spends that time pleading Gusses yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, which is very selfless mm-hmm. and yeah okay yeah. what about I I've always thought there might be some love triangle between for Jones jelly and Grisbella.
0: <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna counter that and say I think it's between for Jones jelly and Jenny and Jenny yeah because they sing that song together.
1: I got that's fair yeah I always thought that they were. Friends. They were yes, all friends. They are friends. And bustifer was I think buster was grisbell's pimp for a little while. Oh I've never heard of that. Because he's the money. He's the money behind the operation. That I makes think sense. he's the money behind McCavity's operation.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Is that not right? I don't know. I've never heard of that.
1: That's my just my interpretation of it. Interesting. Because there's very little backstory for him. He's yeah. just like comes just on in and out. And he he eats, sings, and goes. Yes. Yes. But he's also he visits gentlemen's clubs. Yes. That's like a a big rumor that staple now i'm not sure what that means in england if it means the same thing as it means here in the u.s yeah um it might be a little bit more wholesome mm-hmm. than it is in mm-hmm. the u.s mm-hmm. but i kind of always like all right he's the money there sure and that's what kind of started a little bit of their problems okay. but they were friends before that right. seemed to be a staple is that chris he's, like yeah, he's the money behind the scenes
0: that's amazing um, wow
1: and then jelly and bustifer there are some rumors between the two of them. Sure, sure. So my thought was that maybe Joey doesn't like Grizz not being protective of Mm -hmm. the kittens but because she's still mad of the whole it's love triangle.
0: No, I never I guess I never gave Bustopher that much because he's only in one scene. He's kind of like an yeah, in and he out. He also
1: gets cut in the Royal yes. Caribbean Careers. And yes, like yes, 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 He's he's not the yeah. most uh I, I he gets a bad rap. Right. Because he's just you know and he's also he's also Gus. Right. So it's a right. little bit well it's
0: you know it's interesting. One of the things that I pieced together in the rehearsal process was everybody says that Jenny is angry at Grizabella because like she was the mother figure and 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 she's there to protect the kittens and she has right before remark when grisabella enters jenny has a very strong reaction right right off the, right at the yes. gate and everybody says she's protecting the kittens but what i also piece together is a jelly is also behind her
1: Oh, so I, remember, okay. I
0: also think in addition to protecting the kittens, she's protecting her friend because I think in my mind, Jelly is the last one who was kind of holding out hope.
1: This is where this is where as someone who's performed the show yeah. a million times yeah. versus someone who's seen mm-hmm. it twice, mm-hmm. seen the 98 movie once yeah. and a half and yeah. some YouTube clips like I don't even get that staging sure because I wouldn't be able to see it because they, totally. they cut yeah. around totally. and it's so fascinating that you're like oh she's standing yeah. like that is they're behind or like yeah, yeah. I do think there is a lot of fascinating pieces you can put together too of like where are you in Skimbleshakes train or where are you yeah. here of like sure. that, what that means sure. I haven't seen it enough to be able to yeah. like truly do that
0: yeah and I, that's what I think I think that Jelly, Jenny, and Skimble were the three who really tried to give Grizabella, like who tried to just kind of like help her and, and bring her and kind of pled her case to everybody else. And I think that Grizabella just messed up too many times and they kind of were just like at this point, no more. And I think Jelly, I think Jenny, no, excuse me. I think Jelly is the last one who was like, I'm done. And that was it.
1: And that's, and then now she's the one kind of yeah. accepting her back and that's what it takes for yeah. her to be the choice. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on tour. Yes. How much do you all talk about this? at all
0: oh well so in rehearsals obviously we talked about it a lot um i don't know if we had like really deep conversations about it on tour because we were doing the show every night so it's i think it was cool to sort of build especially swinging the show it was cool to sort of build your own relationships with everybody like i had that great moment with lauren i had some really great moments with hyla who played victoria as well Mm -hmm. um I used to see her before the before the show started and i would just say like see you at the end because i literally don't see her really until yeah. the very end when she touches me um
1: do you not see her in as baby Grizz?
0: no um i played baby Grizz when i was on for Grisabella.
1: no i know but you yeah. don't see her during that moment not
0: really okay like a little bit but not really actually the person i interacted the most was uh demeter Oh, uh, okay. uh,
1: interesting yeah yeah that is a little foreshadowing maybe
0: a little bit yeah well i think it's interesting also that baby Grizz's only line in the opening is when you're walking alone
1: Wow, I didn't know if she even outlined. Yeah, she has one she...
0: song at the end. The They each have like little chunks of, of text before it really picks yeah. up. And Grizzabella's only thing is when you're walking alone. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I was, I've always been curious of, like, when there's so much source material and you sure. come up with all these rumors, like, yeah, how yeah, much yeah. does that come up when you're, like, sitting on the bus heading to your next city?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it would come up every once in a while. It's not that we talked about all the time, but, yeah.
1: Did you notice that you had different relationships with the actual cast members based on who they played?
0: Oh, gosh, good question.
1: Like How much does that bleed through a little bit? Well, where I think it's like we
0: are. Kim does such a great job. Kim Craven, who sets the, the national tour. Mm-hmm. She does such a great job of casting the show based off of sort of your own national, national, natural, excuse me, um, inclinations and personalities. So I think like our... The Jenny who's on the tour now and who was with me as well, her name is Michelle Carter. She is very motherly, very maternal naturally, and I think that is she's like always trying to take care of everybody. So I think so, to some extent it does sort of bleed through. I mean, our bomb belly arena, Chelsea Mitchell, she was unbelievable, and she had that like bomb energy of sort of yeah. commanding a room and really, and it was it was yeah. So I would say like. I would definitely say it bleeds through to some extent for sure yeah I th-
1: so I've, I found that's this why we part, connect to the
0: characters and, yeah you know.
1: I found this part of swinging so interesting yeah when you have especially when you swing four or five characters now you're yeah, doing two yeah, yeah. but they're two no, very I mean, different personality types yes. that you'd have to go through yes and as I've talked to other swings it's like they either are totally like, I've talked to a swing who's like, I'm not at all a Tugger. <laughs> like, you know, and so it's like really interesting to go totally, on for that. Totally. Um, yeah. But you're kind of what you're saying is a lot of your tour, it's like, it kind of fit the personality types. Like, it was part of the yeah. casting almost, which yeah. made, I guess makes sense.
0: Sure. I mean, I, yeah, I think to an extent, right? I mean, yeah. there is acting involved and you have there to sort to of to be, create yeah. yeah, you have to create your own character. God, but I hope.
1: Yes. I mean, honestly, I hope because otherwise, <laughs> there's, what we talked about a few minutes ago, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I really hope that that's not yeah. someone like no, 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 in no, an yeah. abusive relationship. No, of course not. Of course not.
0: Yeah, but your natural inclination is to connect you to a certain character. I think that's across the board all shows, not just cats.
1: Uh, That's, yeah. And, I mean, it kind of does make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about tour. Okay. How, like, what, tell me about, like, that, not just the lifestyle, but like you're in, like we were talking about me being from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm in this city, hated one, loved one, didn't do this. This was there. What kind of makes the part of the city you like the most? Is it the food scene? Is it the theater? Like what is it about the stops that make it?
0: Well, I think being local to New York, I think if there was ever a walking city, instant check plus. Okay. Okay. As long as we were, that really made a huge difference because you can walk to coffee, you can walk to lunch, you can find something, you can go shopping, you can do other things, you can have like a life outside of just, I leave the hotel and I go to the theater. So that is a huge, that is a huge Where thing.
1: were your favorite? What were your favorite walking cities?
0: Ooh, favorite walking city. Um, I loved Spokane, Washington. Yeah. I loved um, Portland. We closed in Portland. That was a great city. I loved... Um, where else, where else? I really liked Omaha, which was kind of a dark horse, but Omaha was really cool. Shockingly
1: mm-hmm. shockingly, city. Yeah, very yeah.
0: cute, really good food, mm-hmm. really good food. Um, a really cute historic district. I joked it, it looked like Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, I really loved Omaha. We um, we played Vegas, which was wild, but that wasn't necessarily a walking Vegas city. Did you play? <laughs> we played the Smith Center. OK. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was cool. Is,
1: yeah, well, that's uh, Yeah. I've always said going to Vegas for work is not fun. <laughs> so yeah. I I wonder yeah. how, if it's the same when you're in a show that's different when you're well yeah because at night is a little different it than, was a yeah. lot
0: it was a lot of sensory overload for me. I'm yeah. kind of somebody who after the show I like to sort of go back and, and kind of decompress and relax and but it's kind of hard to, to do that in Vegas. You have I think. to after yeah. seeing
1: memory. Like yeah, that's a, totally. It's supposed to be totally. like a breakdown on stage essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think another favorite city I had. We played Florida a lot. We had a lot of Floridian cities which okay. was really nice especially because most of them fell in the winter.
1: Oh, well, um, just smart. So that was nice. Smart.
0: Yeah, so we played uh, Tampa, West Palm. That was great. West Palm Beach did, was beautiful.
1: Did you have any city where the crowd was just like that crowd was a spectacular cats crowd, and others were those like, no, this this group didn't get it.
0: Um, yeah, some of the smaller cities, I felt like kind of they didn't really get it. I remember we would joke like leaving the theater the swings would leave earlier because you know we weren't needed after a certain point and um, I remember we would always hear audience commentary leaving the show and walking around you're in plain clothes nobody's any idea who you are so we would um, we'd always hear like it was really great but I wasn't sure what it was about and we were we were kind of briefed by creative that that's how it's kind of going to be is that you know so much of it because it's necessary for you to tell as much of the story as you can but at the end of the day it's based off of poems and Grizabella the glamour Cat, was sort of taken out of a separate book. Yeah, not in the book. No, exactly, and and you kind of ha- it's your it's our job to make sense of it all for an audience.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's impossible. I mean, look, I, I did not catch <laughs> any of this that yeah. I now can tell you about when yeah. I saw it in 2016. Sure. Sure. I caught none of it. I yeah. caught a few things. I couldn't remember. half I the didn't names. catch any of it. <laughs> I still probably <laughs> I couldn't pick half the cats out of a lineup if totally. you asked me to. Totally. Um, so I, I do. The other thing I always think a lot about is being from Indiana. They have a five show, I think, a year. Um, season tickets, like pass, right, and it's the whatever five shows, and yeah. you buy the season or you hope yeah. to get the individual, Yep. Yeah. which means that a lot of people will go no matter what. Have no idea what it's. I have no idea what it is, and I I vividly remember, and the show I don't think did great anywhere, but mm-hmm. it was American Idiot. Oh yeah, and I went. It was a Saturday night. the Family mm-hmm. had the tickets. I was excited because like I like this music. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what it's about, yeah. but I like the music. Sure. So like, how bad can it be? no more than 10 minutes in everybody over the age of 60 got up and left
0: oh gosh like
1: every single person wow Wow! wow. and it was a huge theater in indiana and it was like that's i've always been fascinated by that because i'm like cats mm-hmm. is uh, was on actually was on that
0: tour yeah, yeah.
1: in april of 2020 mm-hmm. and that didn't make it but like right. that would have been one of the five shows that year right. and i was like how many people of that, like in Indiana, are gonna like really love it, really yeah. get it, or are yeah. gonna just be like, "Well, it's well, on my tour ticket." The so I'm advantage take
0: them. that um, that cat has is that it's been around for so long. True. So it's been around since the '80s. There's a film about it. Now there's two films about it. I haven't yeah. seen the new one, so I can't comment it. on it. No, I, have, I haven't seen it. Um, I've heard many a thing, but I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you
1: about it after we <laughs> okay. stop. I don't want that. It's um, a, again, don't want to talk about it on here. Right, anymore.
0: and I think that also they have the the Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, his music is unbelievable he's so talented i mean everything that he writes is so so like rich and interesting and i mean i i think that i think that is does make a difference but of course there were always people that were kind of like i don't know what this is you know there's
1: still a lot of people who are like that yeah for sure there's half the people I tell I have this podcast still don't know
0: like, <laughs> I believe what it. it's about. I believe it.
1: Um, yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm like, they're like, oh, I want to listen to support me. And I'm like, have you seen it? No. Yeah. Do you they're know who Isabella is? No. I'm like, well, then
0: You're right. none yeah. of this is going to make sense. I mean, somebody, my family and friends would come to see the show. They would kind of be like, what is it about beforehand? So yeah. would, I'd kind of give them a rundown. And afterwards, it never failed. They would always be like, thank God you told us. Because otherwise, we would have no idea what, what was, was your happening. Rundown? My rundown was just that basically there's this... Um, ritual every year where this group of cats meet in an alleyway and they have this ritual and they choose someone to go to the heaviside lair which I equate to like cat heaven Yeah, and they get another chance to be reincarnated and come back and um, most of the show is all of the cats sort of auditioning for lack of a better word to be the choice And there are certain certain disruptions like Tuggers a disruption. He's never a choice. Um, Monkey strap, nope, not monkey strap. um, Mongo Jerry and Rumble Teaser are are a disruption. They're never a choice. Um, McCavity is never a choice. Yep. Um So I think there's certain disruptions, but for the most part, it's all just look at me. This is why I'm I'm you know Je- Jenny's whole thing is that she's she pretends to be lazy, but she's actually not. Mm-hmm. You know, like all, all everybody's got their. So you own give them stick. that much detail. Oh yeah, and I mean it's it's like I mean what was that like ten seconds? That's no, it was a
1: good <laughs> good minute or two. I mean it's not long, but no, like yeah, that's yeah. I. But I think like hearing that be like for me, I, I'm like yeah, I got it. Hearing mm-hmm. that if you had told me that before, I'd have been like. Mm-hmm. Monkish Trap? Jenny that Like, <laughs> yeah. Monk, Mungo yeah. Jerry? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And most of them don't just repeat their name over and over again, right, besides right. Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been i had have been lost. I'd have yeah. been like, great. I, well, I don't
0: know that I talk about the names, but I'll just be like, "There." each cat is kind of auditioning for their, for their,
1: yeah. I, I, I mean, I still tell people when they go, I'm like, you're going to watch, it's a weird America's Got yeah. Talent <laughs> X Factor singing competition. Kind and of, then yeah. one gets killed at the end uh-huh. and goes up to the end. Sure. But now moving forward, I'm telling everybody they're having a, they're, it's a cult. <laughs> they're going to have of. their ritual. Yeah. And it's going to start with celebrating <laughs> a girl's first orgasm or somebody a cat's first orgasm somebody's coming of age then they're gonna have a orgy yes and then they're gonna murder a cat yeah well it's funny the revival is
0: actually way less in my experience the revival is a little bit less um sexual in that regard than the original the original was kind of yeah Yeah. the original was like very clear what's happening the revival is like we're just all gonna go to sleep in a circle and it's just a little bit less
1: um right, let's transition to some rapid fire okay so, oh, I'm excited. you got to play two mm-hmm. um Jelly and Grace. Yep. If you could play any cat for one night, forget whether it's male or female, if you could do it, mm. if you couldn't do it, if you just got to go on one night, yeah. who would you want to go as? Demeter. Demeter. Yeah. Okay. She's Excuse got me. the
0: best acting arc in the whole in one of the, I think one of the best acting arts in the whole show.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um I love that. Yeah. What about favorite and least favorite cat?
0: Favorite cat. Uh I think my favorite cat is Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah. Where when I saw the revival, f- I watched Cassandra the whole show.
1: Where does she fall in the age bracket?
0: She is, they joke that she's the cat who went to f- finishing school. She is, um, I think, like a teenager. Okay. Yeah. Like an older teenager.
1: she feels almost like mm-hmm. omnipresent in well, a way. Well, she kind of
0: is. I mean, she's supposed to be, she's very aloof. She's very off to the side, but she wants to be engaged. But because she's she's kind of, like I said, she went to finishing school. She doesn't fit with like Mungo, Jerry, and Ripple Teaser. She doesn't fit, but she wants to be sort of, her and Alonzo were together a lot because they're kind Mm -hmm. of similar.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Least what?
0: favorite cat is Mungo Jerry. He drives me nuts. Why? <laughs> Just kind of because, well, he's the one that's, scra- um no, sorry, uh, Pounceful is the one that scratches Grizzabella. But he's he's always like poking the kittens. Like I know in right before Remark, Grizzabella has this moment with Pounceful where he's sort of pretending to extend his paw to her and she falls for it and he scratches her. And the only reason he does that is because Mungo Jerry tells him to. Mungo Jerry's <laughs> like, do this, do this. I mean, Rumble Teaser, I think, is sort of a victim of Mungo Jerry being like...
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so you... Uh, you have no no qualms with her? No. She's not part of the chaos? No. I always thought that they were like very much a they duo. Are, they're Bonnie definitely a
0: team, but I think Mungo Jerry is kind of like the brains. Okay. And teaser is kind of like, yeah, it'll be fun. My brother th- told me to do this. You know. So
1: they are brother sister. That's I think not, so, yeah. That's not always agreed upon. Yeah,
0: I think they're brother and sister.
1: So I always thought they're brother and sister. And they're part of McCavity's like henchmen, but they really shouldn't be because they're actually just like rich dad type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're in it, but they they don't need to be because they've got plenty. Like they're doing it because they want to be. Out oh, there. I
0: don't think they're part of McCavity's henchmen no. at all. Mm-mm. No, I think they're just like two.
1: I've built clearly. I've I've clearly <laughs> built McCavity's crime family to be a lot bigger than yeah. I think, everyone I think else so. Does. I
0: think so. Yeah. No. So I think because the reason that I think that McCavity is kind of is also outcast, and I think he's I think he's the third brother of Monkey Strap and Tucker.
1: Yeah. So that seems yes. that seems like a standard yes. that they're the, those third brothers, and you have the. I'm ready to take over mm-hmm. serious one yeah you have the William the
0: Harry and then like the random love child that's just sort of <laughs> okay, so,
1: uh, let's move on yeah um, favorite song from the show McCavity. McCavity. Mm-hmm. that's my answer right now too yeah. but I feel like my answer changes really yeah yeah, yeah. depends I on like fun. when I left the show as Mungo and Rebel teaser
0: Yeah, that's my earworm. That's the one that stays in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Go during a rebel teaser. But I love McCavity. I think it's it's so there's so much going on in the lyrics and the physicality. There's so much happening.
1: I can tell you my beef with McCavity's song though. What is it? If you listen to it on Spotify Mm -hmm. from the cast album. Okay. It's eight minutes long. Yes. I'm like, just I want just a song. (laughs) I don't need because like I listen to to most of my music on the subway Uh in New York. I get that. And if I have a three minute quiet. Intro. Yeah. On the subway. Yeah. I'm already like, what's the next song? I'm like skipping it. Okay. And so I love that song. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to cut that song for me and put That's it on Spotify. So funny. Yeah. So I can have the song.
0: Yeah, I love it. I think it's it's just it's so fun to. It's the one that I always enjoyed singing. Like backstage. Yeah. It's the one that I loved watching because it's just it's just like a chance for all the female cats to just like have at it and show their legs and it's it's cool. It's cool.
1: Um. My last rapid fire before we get to the the, okay. the, the crucial question. Yes, um, if you if like a cat was going on tour, mm-hmm. which cat would be like in their best element? Like where would who would live the best tour life? Jelly. Jelly. Yeah. Why jelly?
0: Because jelly's very in mm-hmm. my mind. Jelly is very organized. She's very practical, and she's like, I I sort of equate her to. Um, you ever watched Glee? Mm-hmm. The the guidance counselor. Yeah, The one who ends up with yeah, yeah. Will Schuster. Like that to me is jelly. She's like very organized. She's very practical. She's... Her... Two of her words are practical and cheery. I don't remember what the third one is. But she's very... Um, I think she'd be very good at setting up her life in every new city.
1: I love that answer because I took I was thinking about it from a totally different angle oh really yeah I thought it was Tugger
0: oh <laughs> where it's like
1: he's just gonna cause chaos everywhere he goes what? he's always <laughs> enjoy his life there but I love that you're like alright here's who's gonna like be able to survive yeah, well like actually tour. live
0: on tour I'm sitting yeah. there like
1: who's gonna have the craziest rider and yeah. be ready to go before yeah. they like and that's definitely still Tugger there. for sure yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah okay let's talk about the final question okay the most important question yes and I, I love hearing because as a swing you got to uh-huh. cover Grizz sure. and Jelly.
0: Sure.
1: Um, and a lot of Grizz's always defend Grizabella, mm-hmm. but if I you I will too, are, but I
0: have a different choice.
1: Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, who is your jellical choice? Do you... And then I would love to actually hear your Grizzbell's defense. Okay. And then who would you... If you're older around me, who are you picking?
0: Okay. Do you want my Grizzabella defense first?
1: Yeah, because okay. I think it's going gonna, gonna, to... I'm gonna poke on it. Okay, and then, that's fine. And then I totally want to hear what you actually think.
0: Okay, so my defense of Grizabella is that everybody talks about the tribe's journey and changing and growing, and 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 I think for me, especially playing her on tour, was one of the biggest, most profound things that I found was that she changes so much, throughout the whole show. And I think if you're equating, if you're humanizing her a little bit more, and you're equating her to somebody who's like suffered from addiction or suffered from any sort of substance abuse, there is a like a um, a period of time where they really don't think they have an issue, and they Mm -hmm. and and that is very prevalent in her first like two two or three appearances. She doesn't ask for help. She just sort of puts, Chrissy said right before remark, the reason she enters in remark is she's literally just looking for summer quiet to lay down where no one will look at her. Mm. And so she's kind of just kind of putting herself in these situations. She's not asking for help. She's not, she's still, one of her three words is proud. Yeah. And that's one that I really held on to when I was on stage with her because she refuses to ask for what she needs. And even she's very she's very prideful even like on her exit after a remark and after Grizzabella the Glamour Cat she has this moment where she turns around and she like kind of scares monk cuz she's still like trying to show that she's mm. she's okay and she's fine she doesn't have an issue and and um Chrissy one of Chrissy sa- one of the things that Chrissy said is that if she's if she's probably had a couple of drinks before showing up to each of these appearances each of these scenes okay so she's and not so, clean what oh,
1: she's not totally clean then
0: no and and one of the things is that she is I think when, when if you have an alcoholic or you ever seen an alcoholic, they spend their entire existence trying to prove that they're not drunk. Mm-hmm. So I think she in all of her moments before the big ending, she's still sort of trying to be like, I'm fine. I can walk in a straight line. I'm totally OK. And even her physicality is very slow and it's very deliberate. And that's all because she's trying to show everybody that she doesn't need help. She needs to be let back in.
1: So then why so, let her back in and immediately kill her? Like, why not give her another well, year?
0: <laughs> well, okay, I'm not done. So, and then I, I think she has this very vulnerable moment with the broken doll dance at the end of Act One, where she's honest for the first time, and, and you can see that she she sort of is vulnerable, and she's close to death, and she's having a hard time, and she has this very vulnerable moment where she puts out her paw at the end of Act One, and no one's there, and she you can see like the brokenness on her face, and and then. And you can see what the tribe is missing. Mm -hmm. And then I think at the end, when she really, she finally sings Touch Me, that's the first time she actually asks for what she needs. So she overcomes this insane pride to just finally go and say, I need help. I need someone to help me. Otherwise, I'm going to die. And I think that that journey is is why she gets chosen. That's the reason the, her huge change and the reason that she finally gets to this place where she can ask for help and she can ask for what she needs is the reason that she gets chosen.
1: Yeah, so I, I i don't disagree with any of that. Yeah. But then why is the help her death?
0: Because she's because otherwise, I think there's two options, right? You die and you don't go to the heavy side layer or you die and you do.
1: But she, So there's no version of this where she comes back to her family and now so, clean and sober gets a year uh-huh. to spend with her daughter. Sure, I get that. Like, that's where I find the yeah. challenge of, like, if she's truly on her deathbed, well, isn't Gus kind of also truly on his deathbed? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's arguments there. So I get the redemption arc. I get the story. Yeah. But I don't see the reward of the redemption arc and being let back into the family being immediately. Like,
0: because she's I think she's embraced before that in a way that like, she wasn't before.
1: Three minutes. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. But it's still there. It's still happens.
1: I, I know. Yeah. That's, I get that. that I get that. That's what where I'm saying. like, all right, hold on. Hold yeah. on. I, I, let's bring her back in and sure. let's yeah. give her a year. She can go spend time with Victoria. Totally. She can maybe save to meet her. Maybe. Like there's a lot that she <gasps> mm-hmm. could be doing now that she's let back in.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: She's not given the chance. No. Okay. Yeah. Who's, you said, who's your actual choice?
0: My actual choice is Jelly. Okay.
1: What's well, Jelly's reason?
0: <laughs> um... Jelly spends her entire show taking care of other people. And I think um, even her own opportunity to sing a song and prove her own um, eligibility is she still uses to promote Gus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and to encourage him to tell his own story, which I think is so admirable. She spends the whole show like taking care. Of, there's a, a pass at the beginning of Tugger where she sort of shoes Syllabub away and kind of is like tries to help her get out of tuggers way and and she spends the whole show taking care of everybody else Mm -hmm. and i think um even like even though she begrudgingly can't stand tugger she still spends the she still helps out his number she sings the the high note at the end like the whole show she spent caring for other people
1: and so that is so i I love the the reason of like she's deserving because she is totally she's selfless yes so I, I do think a little bit about with only having one ball, mm-hmm. I, will, I want to take this a step further okay. of both choices that you have, Grizabelle or Jelly, yeah. which are also to your, your two, yeah, two people you play. Yeah, so, my two girls, my two so girls. I do yeah. think that they're, like, that's another question that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, let's say in each scenario that person gets picked. Sure. And... Old Deuteronomy makes his decision. Is it the same decision every year? As in, like, does he pick the selfless person every year? Does he pick the redemption every year? Or does his criteria change every I year? I think it
0: changes every year. Okay. I think it depends on what the. T- so I think another reason that Grisabella gets chosen is because this is a lesson that the tribe needs to learn.
1: So it's whatever they need to learn that year. And uh, it could maybe. be a different thing each yeah, year. Yeah, it could
0: be. I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: So then it's like, why? So why this is redemption this year? That's like as part of the well, story. Well, because we're I not think giving. he
0: sees. I don't think. I don't think he starts out the ball, knowing he's going to pick her.
1: Yeah, it seems like that's pretty consistent. Yeah, that I think he it's evidence a, that,
0: that as, as he watches the tribe react to her
1: Yeah, that so he, who, he who realizes... So who was his pick before then? Was it still Jelly? I think it was Gus.
0: It was Gus. Yeah. Okay, so Gus was I the choice. I think it was Gus. That's and what then, I was led to believe is that originally it was Gus and then Gus does a beautiful thing where he sets up because he starts out telling his story and the the kittens are sort of like dismissive because he's just mm-hmm. like the older cat. And and Chrissy res, um, described him as the uncle who will always tell the stories of his, his young life at a party yeah. and who like the younger cats are kind of like, ugh again. again yeah. and, like, God. <laughs> yeah. and I think at the, by the end of it, by the time he finishes um, Peaks and Pollicles and by the time he finishes everything, they're all so excited about him and then it you know it sets up for skimble. So I think but what gus does is he sort of primes their um, change of heart for grizz.
1: So interesting. So that is within his song. Yeah. Cuz I always wondered where that moment was and mm-hmm. I thought it was more of when she came back the first time.
0: No. I think it's I think it's when she when when, when they gus, finish. Yeah, I think Gus primes them for that.
1: It's so interesting cuz yeah. there's Okay. Lots to think about. I'm just glad you didn't pick Grisbella originally, even though you can defend her.
0: Yeah. Um, I will defend her forever because she's my girl, but no.
1: But not your choice. Like when I actually do my ranking though, I'm putting jelly as your answer. Yes,
0: jelly is my answer. (laughs) Justice. Hashtag justice for jelly. Justice for jelly.
1: How can people stay in touch with you see what everything you're working on
0: Instagram like, and I'm on TikTok and uh it's just my name Kelly DiCarlo, Carlo at inst- on Instagram and TikTok for both
1: Amazing Yeah thank you so much for yeah, doing thanks this. For having me. this I was love so fun. all the theories so fun <laughs> to you. have thanks. new ones different yeah. ones always always a good time I think that's what my favorite part of the show is I yeah. never, I feel like I never get one Line on anything.
0: Well, it's one of those shows you can go and and no matter I can see the show twenty times, and if I watch a different cat every time, I'll see a different show.
1: And the junkyard does that. There's a group of people that do that. Oh wow, Uh, cool. Oh yeah, there's a group of super fans that that do that.
0: These fans really keep the show alive. I swear. They're so they're so important. I think it's going
1: to continue. The Winter Garden's going to be open soon too. Gosh. Yeah, it's like it's time to come back. God. I don't think it will, but it's time.
0: <laughs> they have another year of tour. I know. They got it, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for being an amazing guest.
0: Oh, thanks for having me. It was fun.
1: And thanks, everyone else, for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the feed To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of us who listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, thewrongcatdied.com.